Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Within the Lines would not be possible without Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast and has been how we have made our podcast for over two years now. Anchor has everything we could need to make a podcast. And if you were thinking about starting your own podcast, you definitely should take advantage of their resources. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. We have fancy mics. You don't need a fancy mic to use Anchor. When hosting on Anchor, you can even distribute your podcast to listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever you want to listen to your podcast. Anchor does that work for you. You think me and Tyler are smart enough to figure this stuff out by ourselves? Absolutely not. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And of course, the best part, because me and Tyler are cheapies, Anchor is totally free. Anchor's been great for us. It's been what we have been using. Um, We highly, highly recommend it. And if you were thinking about making a podcast yourself, we encourage you to download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Let's get back to the pod. Hello, welcome back everybody to another episode of Within the Lines. Coming at you on the last day of May 2019, May 31st. I'm Jason. And you are? thought you were doing the thing with laptop. I'm Tyler. <laughs> no, I do have something on my laptop, though. Okay. And Tyler is a midget. And Tyler is a midget. <laughs> uh, today, we're coming at you with uh, some baseball talk, as always. Don't even have to preview that. We both saw Aladdin last weekend together. Got a review on that movie. Also going to look forward to the slate of movies, you know, in June. Something we promised we'd do about three months ago and only did once. But we're back. We're doing it. And Thanks, at guys. the end, uh, there's some MCU leaks that we might want to talk about. So any MCU fans out there, you know, we want to... You want to hear about the leaks? You got to wait till the end of the show. Get you to stay and listen. I don't feel so good. Hulk smash! Hey, look up! You can put it on the board. Yes. So, Tyler, you got anything new going on with your baseball team? Uh, my trout hurt, but it's all right. I think you're talking a little far away from the mic there, sir. There you go. It was a little better. There you go. Now I can actually hear you. Mike Trout fouled a ball off his foot. I think uh, by the time this drops, though, he's already back in the lineup, so we're all right. Oh, that's good. That happened today, Wednesday? Um, I think it happened yesterday. He sat out today. Is he injury prone? <laughs> Question mark? If you miss one game and you're injury prone, then I guess so. Well, he missed like, didn't he miss like two weeks earlier in the year? Got his new contract. Now he's a little, you know, soft. Somehow he still puts up better stats than everyone else, too. Uh, that's debatable. This year, he's been a little... And he missed some time with an injury this year. Yeah, but... End of the season, balance out. MVP. 
Well, he has a lesser sample size, so you think that his numbers like average and OPS would be and, inflated. Uh, I'm not OBI talking about home runs. I'm not talking about that. I'm not, I'm not looking at also, those. Also, he's a little rusty coming back from the injury, so averages would uh, naturally fall. Oh, okay. So, same thing about Corey Seager. Oh, no, who's been ridiculed. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I see you guys are uh, 10 games out of your uh, first place in your division. Uh, two and a half games out of wild card at the time of recording. American League is awful this year. I mean, it's really top-heavy. you got the Yankees and the Astros. Twins have been really good. Red yeah, Sox maybe will turn it around. Rays are pretty good. And then there's nothing. Who's the second wild card? Oh, the Athletics? Yeah, the Athletics. Or the Indians. And the Athletics just went on a 10-game winning streak. And then I think the Angels beat them back-to-back nights. Yeah, but that won't... You, it won't last. The Red Sox will get good or someone will get good. And then... Yeah, probably. You guys will be way out of contention. Red Sox, though, 29-2017. Or 29-2017. 29-27. They have not been doing good. Mm-mm. Five and five in their last ten. Better than how they started the season, though. Yeah, that's good. Uh, the Dodgers did not take the lead. We got the Dodgers game on right now. Uh, Wednesday's game. It's 3-3 at the time. So if something good happens, you might hear me cheer. You might hear me rage. Angels already won today, so. I know. It's, it's surprising. Who'd you guys play? The A's? We did play the A's. Extra inning thriller, Jason. <laughs> Extra inning thriller. You guys are so bad. You guys ain't doing nothing. Dodgers, meanwhile, are the best team in baseball. Easily. Yeah, it's debatable. Without a doubt in my mind. You know we are twenty and seven at home. That's incredible. Nah. Twenty and seven, Tyler. That's debatable. The next best team is nineteen and nine. The Twins are pretty good. Uh, twenty two and eight. The Astros are up there too. We're the best team in baseball. We're winning the World Series this year. Yeah, I mean, as we're uh, gonna do this later in the podcast, uh, our All Star teams. Just looking at that, you guys are getting carried by Cody Bellinger. That's all you got. Yeah, that's what you think. We're get, got. We got great pitching. Our bullpen's a little shaky, but we, we can Your fix that at the deadline. Ace is getting lit up tonight by the Mets. Walker Buehler is not our ace. Um, Kershaw is washed up, <laughs> which is not looking good. I don't know if your team can handle a full season of this. All year. five of our pitchers are better than your best pitcher. Not maybe your fifth. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Kent has been pretty good recently. I mean, if you look at the playoff odds in Baseball Reference, which I think is a new thing because I've never seen this before. We have a 99.9% chance of making the playoffs and a, let's see, a league-best 26.2% chance of winning the World Series, Tyler. I just don't think they're factoring in the last two years there, though, Jay. That has nothing to do with this year. Learn from history. That has history nothing. repeats itself. Nothing to, we have a 41% chance of winning the pennant. According to baseball reference, we have nearly half a chance, half, you know, 50% chance of winning the pennant against the other 14 teams in the National League coin toss at this point we're the best team bro we're stacked you know what the angels chances of winning the pennant are um uh, let's say 1.5 percent zero (laughs) zero percent chance of winning the pennant zero percent chance of winning the world series and baseball reference you know only two games out of the wild card baseball reference says you have a 0.5 percent chance at the postseason tie they're just going off the numbers that they've seen so far we got upton coming back Simmons is going to come back healthy as ever from his injury. Heaney's on the mound. Dallas Keuchel signing expected uh, next week. After the draft? <laughs> no, they won't do that. They're, they're, that's too easy of a move to make. Our team is going to get better, but we're still garbage. Yeah, 0.5% chance of making the playoffs. That's all right. Could they make the playoffs? They could maybe be a wild card and then lose like 8-0 to zero on the wild card game when Matt Harvey starts for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't even know who we'd have. It'd probably be Heaney or Skaggs who'd pitch if we made the wild card game. 
Dude, that'd be so uncompetitive if you guys somehow snuck in and like won a wild card game and actually went to a five game series and like you have one one or two good pitchers and then like you just get fucking shelled. Well, I mean wild card. I mean in the playoffs you usually only do a three man rotation. You'd get shelled. Well, I think we'd be alright. You would get shelled. No, you gotta do at least I know you're not used to the playoffs, but you usually need to do like a four man rotation. You could you stretch it out with three. At least one. You would get shelled. Three man rotation and an opener. You guys would get absolutely shelled. It'd be beautiful, but you ain't making the playoffs anyways. I mean, I think you're just underestimating our offense, Jason. Top ten offense in the league. Is that a confirmed stat, or is that a Tyler? Um, um, we were up there in batting average. I don't know about everything else. Batting average is a flawed stat, sir. Um, yeah, but it's worked for hundreds of years, so it's decent enough. Let's see batting average. You know who's first? The Dodgers. Just kidding. We're not first. Let's see where you guys are in batting average. You're 12th. Yeah, we were. Sixth. We're, we're a little rusty. It's all right. Yeah, Dodgers are third. Not to brag. Oh, you know, War on Fangraphs were first with 14.4. You know Cody Bellinger's on pace for like a 15 war season? Oh, yeah, he's insane. And Mike Trout's best ever on baseball reference is like 10. Yeah, well, I mean, Cody Bellinger's on pace to fucking damn near hit 400. Of course, his on pace is insane. But he's a great fielder. He's got something Mike Trout never had, and that's good analytic fielding. Trout's always been decent. Yeah, but Cody... Trout's a lot better on the bases, too, though. Bellinger's... I don't know. Bellinger's pretty quick. Yeah, Bellinger's defense is actually positive. For some reason, Trout's was always negative. Well, not always, but most of the time. It was... But not very negative. It always, like, fucking... Bellinger's got seven stolen bases. He's he's getting there. That's like a 25-ish pace. He's a beast, man. It's not going to matter when he gets injured, Jay. He is a beast. He's going to get injured... Dodger season down the drain. You know, they were making a big deal because he had like his 100th run contributed last night on Tuesday because he has 49 runs and 51 RBIs. But that's not how that stat works. And they kind of like completely muffed it. You have to <laughs> take away, you have to subtract the home runs. Because he gets an RBI and, and a run. So you're double dipping. So he's really had 80, but still 80 runs contributed to the team in 50 something games. Pretty fucking wild. That's insane. But yeah, the 100 stat, they. Had it on the Dodgers channel. They were talking about it. And I'm like, that's not how that works. <laughs> like, you guys are double dipping on the home runs. They do what they want, Jay. They're they, just going to celebrate everything they can. They need a stats department. MVP runner-up. They need a stats department. And I, I will be more than happy <laughs> to be the stats department. Bellinger's insane, though, man. Oh, yeah. He's uh, going off. 84. Can he hit 100 career home runs this year? He needs 16 more. Oh, yeah. He'll hit it. <laughs> yeah, he'll hit it. That was a dumb question. Unless he gets hurt, knock on wood, he'll hit it. Maybe he'll hit he'll hit 250 RBIs easy. He's already at 51 RBIs. That's insane. Is that league best? I feel like it is. It was for a while. 51 mm. RBIs, dude. And tonight, in this game, he's had two warning track flyouts. Like, even his outs are freaking... Oh, Josh Bell. Josh Bell, really? 51 RBIs. Oh, yeah, he's been hot, too. He got super hot in May to, like, close the gap. I think Bellinger's first in runs still, though. Yeah, Bellinger's first in runs. One behind Yelich in home runs average he's a triple crown worthy and he's keeping Ooh. it up he's not 400 but he's he hasn't like fallen off you know what i mean he's still up there he's dropped his pace you know he's not like you said not 400 he's dropped down to normal human levels <laughs> this past month but he's he's staying good how long, how far into the season will you start actually considering triple crown right now <laughs> that's a no break. triple crown like i don't know all-star break probably but MVP right now, I think he's 100%. Well, season ended, yeah. 
Well, I'm just saying, like, it's not too soon to say, like, at the end of the year he'll be an MVP candidate, you know? Yeah. No, that's reasonable. Just watching him every night, like, the way he plays. Like, even if he gets cold, there's no way he's going to, like, completely fall off the face of the earth. Like, yeah. I think he'll still hit over 300. It's going to be really hard for him to drop below 300 yeah. this season. <laughs> 300 with, like, 45 home runs and over, a, you know, like, 110 RBIs yeah. on the best team in the NL. Like Even if he gets stupid cold the rest of the season, he's hitting 35 bombs minimum. Oh, easy. Or he gets hurt, which is the worst-case scenario, which I hate. His strikeout percentage, man. It went from 26% his rookie year, 23%, and then 13% this year. He's just not striking oh, out that much. Oh, oh. so sorry scared me that made me jump <laughs> he's not striking out a lot and i you know oh man matt Beatty or ricky just made an air man got ketchup all over his jersey he did he ketchup and mustard all over his jersey was that a pick and he just missed it? no he just he just missed it that's like when they put me at first base in high school when i never played first base in my life and then they put me in first base i was like i don't know what the hell i'm doing but yeah cody bellinger mvp and uh he is definitely an all-star well Let's do our all-star teams, Jay. We of filled course. filled out our all-star ballots prior to recording, and so we wanted to go uh, position by position, see who we each think is all-star worthy at this point. And I got some hot takes that and, are going to uh, upset Tyler. They're just bad. There's a difference between a hot take and a bad take. I don't know. <laughs> Jason, who do you have uh, as your first baseman? Both, for for both, both of them? Yeah, both of them. I got Josh Bell, obviously, because he's up there with Bellinger. He's oh, insane. Yeah. Stupid insane. And then uh, I got a former angel, CJ Crone. Yeah, I got the same people. CJ, I mean, first base was kind of weak, but still, CJ Crone, 271, 13 home runs, 35 RBIs at the time of recording. He would always do that, though, on the Angels. He'd be really hot for part of the season and then turn into a 200 hitter the rest of the year. They still haven't, shouldn't have got rid of him, though. I don't think. I mean, for how much we're paying Pujols to be worse. <laughs> well, you could have put him at third and somehow gotten rid of Cozart. You could have CJ Crone instead of Cozart right yeah, now. That would be great. <laughs> I fucking hate Cozart. A cold, a cold Crone is still twice as good as a hot Cozart. <laughs> it, I get mad anytime I see him in the game. <laughs> I don't know why he's still on the team. We sent fucking what's his name down already. Rangfico? Uh, no, Boar. Yeah, Boar. Justin Boar? Oh yeah, he's in AAA. <laughs> Finally got rid of his ass. Yeah, well, because they're paying Zach Cozart so much money, so they're probably like, well, we gotta get our money's worth even if it's bad no. is he still doing terrible yeah atrocious he's batting 100 that's dude that's bad i am 100 percent sure it's still in the hundreds possibly my, lower my laptop is like not loading right now oh well yeah so he's not our all-star pick obviously but he was good for one year he was an all-star one year why is this thing i'm offline did your wi-fi just take a crap uh, my wi-fi is perfectly fine on yours yeah what the heck all right it's okay i don't need it Second base, I got uh, on the National League side of things, I have Cattell Marte, 276 with 12 home runs, 38 RBIs, 857 OPS. And on the Angel side, I know he won't make it because he'll fizzle out, but okay. as of now, he's the best person, Tommy LaStella. Absolutely. He's the best person right now, but I know he's going to fizzle out. But best person right now, that's going to be my outfit logic when we get there. Just keep that in mind. Put so that in the memory bank. Best person for now for second base, and then we're going to do best person for the rest of this. Oh, okay. Uh, Tommy Lasella's been on fire. Yeah, he's all right. I don't know how he, there's any situation where this ends up, you know, him actually keeping the space. Because, again, he has hit more home runs than he has the past five seasons combined. <laughs> hey, maybe he's just this year's Max Muncy. <laughs> I don't know, man, but he's been insane. 914 OPS. Uh, I also had uh, Marte. Wow. We're, we, we agree. I'm pretty sure we're going to agree 
on the next one. American League third base was pretty hard. We had some good some good candidates. NL, I went with Nolan Arenado. Sorry, JT. MVP Sorry, pick. Chris Bryant. Uh, Nolan Arenado is just doing the best so far. Eduardo Escobar on the Diamondbacks. He's also doing pretty good. Anthony Rendon, also doing pretty insane. Rendon's probably the only one I, I could legitimately pick. Yeah, Manny it between, Machado. It's between Rendon and Arenado for me. Third base is deep. Third base is very deep. Um, on the AL on the side of things, side it is. well, AL side of things, it was kind of deep too. I we have a, I think, well, not as deep, but you got Chapman putting up some decent numbers. Elite Gold Glove fielding, I think that puts him in the conversation. Yeah, Rafael Devers is putting up good numbers, hitting three twenty five. Power's uh, not as David much there. David Fletcher's uh, putting up good numbers. David Fletcher has a, David Fletcher's up there, but never considering him. <laughs> Moncada's putting up decent numbers. That one Gio Urshela guy from New York is putting up decent numbers. But I went with um. I went with uh, Alex Bregman. Yeah, same person. I don't think we're going to disagree much. <laughs> 968 OPS, uh, 17 home runs, 38 RBIs, 271 average. And I'm pretty sure he's a good fielder. Yeah, Shortstop. He's, he's decent defense. Shortstop, I'm going with one of the men that I uh, I dislike. I'm going to stop using the word hate. It's because he's, <laughs> even though before the podcast I said I hated Christian Yelich. Someone I dislike because he's overhyped, just like Yelich. I'm going to go with Javi Baez, NL shortstop. I think he's earned it, so he isn't overhyped. I just I just don't like how everything has to be about Javi Baez. And player, Jay. in the American League side of things, you could go with uh there was two people I picked between Tim Anderson's having an insane year. But I went with um Carlos Correa's doing good, Francisco Lindoros oh, all right. There he is. Um Simmons was doing good, but he's hurt. Gleyber Torres is doing pretty good. I went with Jorge Polanco. Three thirty five average, nine eighty eight OPS, nine home runs, twenty six RBIs. I also went with Jorge Polanco. And Javi Baez? <laughs> yeah. Wow, so we're all the same so far. Our entire infield. Uh, maybe catcher? Let's see if catcher switches up. Uh, catcher, I'm now going they... with a Chicago pairing of Wilson Contreras and James McCann. All right, we're almost there. James McCann hitting 350, but oh, I don't know McCann. how... I don't know how big that sample size is. Yeah, that's what I was looking at. He only has four home runs and 12 RBIs, so I'm assuming it's a small sample size. That's maybe that was a bad... Oh, maybe that was a bad vote then. Um, despite his terrible defense, I put up uh, Gary Sanchez. Oh, there you go. 17 homers, 264, 993 OPS. Yeah, he'll he'll definitely get over McCann. I yeah. just saw that 350 batting average. Okay, you're, my computer just tripped out right now. James McCann. Let's see how many at-bats he has. Because I know he's doing good because I saw something about him. Uh, 123 at-bats. That doesn't feel like it's a lot this far in the season. Let's see. Baseball reference. How many games played does he have? 34 games. Oh, yeah. Probably not. I'd probably change my vote, but I'm just going to keep it for James McCann. You know, I'm going to change my vote. What did you say? He's got 34 games, and we're like 50-something through the year, so he's missed 20-something. Yeah. Oh, I was asking for at-bats. Oh, it was like 120. I'm going to go Gary Sanchez as well. You're right on that. Yeah. I changed my vote, even though I'm probably not even going to submit this. (laughs) We got the outfield. This is where it's getting contentious. (laughs) In the NL side of things, I have... Two very obvious picks. Cody Bellinger and Christian Yelich. Who do you go with your third one, though? I'd like to point out that before the podcast, Tyler said he voted for Jack Peterson in his first ballot, but said he could not... on my ballot. He could not publicly do that on the podcast. (laughs) Not on my ballot. After looking at the numbers, he absolutely does not deserve it. Uh, Okay. Never never hits against lefties. He does never hit against lefties, which makes his 15 home runs even more remarkable. (laughs) Uh, My third outfielder was Juan Soto. Okay. He's having a good year. 291, nine home runs, 37 RBIs, 917 OPS. Can't argue that. Um, I want the player I'm pretty sure you dislike. I know your girlfriend does at least. 
Charlie Blackman? Charlie Blackman. Is he doing good? Batting 300, 10 home runs, 31 RBIs, 921 OPS. I just Ugh. like Charlie Blackman. He's just he's gritty. Riley hates him. I know he I don't mind does. him that much, but Riley hates him. He just plays hard, man. And then uh, in the American League side of things. <laughs> Let's hear your uh, bad take, Jay. Well, I mean, they all have a better OPS than Trout. Um, Let's hear your bad take, Jay. Go with George Springer, 308, 17 home runs, 43 RBIs. 1.032 OPS. I mean, he's probably the MVP favorite in the AL so far. Can't argue with his all-star pick. Uh, Austin Meadows hitting 356, ladies and gentlemen. 356. 12 home runs. 31 ribbies. 1.124 OPS. That's almost as good as Christian Yelich. Just, just, you know. Too bad he's going to sizzle off and did not make my ballot. We're picking the best right now, not the best names. <laughs> and my third pick, 278 average. 15 home runs, 35 RBIs, 1.057 OPS. Still better than Mike More Trout. More career home runs than singles. Joey Gallo. We're not We're not doing that. We're not going off reputation. We're not going off name. We're not going off career. We're going off right now. Jason, Joey I Gallo. I voted Joey Gallo. Oh, okay. I'm just throwing a little fun fact out there. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was amazed he had that high of an average this season. Did you know he went like forever? This year was his like first sack fly. Oh, yeah. I found that. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. Um... Dude's been insane. He always swings for the fence, but apparently he's also hitting it in play now. Yeah. So. Wild. Yeah. Joey Gallo, Austin Meadows, George Springer. And the obvious snub that you missed was Mike Trout. He's the fourth best outfielder. OPS, 12 bombs, 30 RBIs, 12 bombs on limited play with a slight injury. Austin Meadows has just as many bombs, more RBIs, better OPS, and a significantly better batting average. Yeah, he's not walking as much, much as Trout. But he still has a better OPS. It doesn't matter because Trout's obviously going to make the All-Star team. How many games does Trout have? Austin Meadows has 36. So he's homering at the same rate as Mike Trout. Like You can argue for him all day. Like You do whatever you want. Mike Trout has 51 games. Mike Trout is very obviously going to make the Mike team. Trout has 51 games. Austin Meadows has 15 fewer games and as many home runs, as many RBIs, a significantly better batting average, a significantly better OPS. He's an all-star. That's fine and dandy, but Mike Trout is very obviously going to make the all-star team. (laughs) And he is only in his second season. That's incredible. Austin Meadows, my friend. Mike Trout, he's not going to make it, man. He doesn't deserve it. Mike Trout is going to be on the bench. Um... (laughs) Mike Trout will not start the All-Star Jason, game. Jason, if Trout is healthy the rest of the first half of the season, I'll put up $50 right now Mike Trout starts. Because it's a popularity contest. He could get hurt right now and he'll still make it. Well, I'm saying start, but... Exactly. He could get hurt and he'd probably still start, like Kobe. Oh, probably, yeah. But Austin Meadows deserves it. This is Austin Meadows' <laughs> league now. Why don't you give it to uh, him over Joey Gallo then? Because Joey Gallo has a better average, more home runs, more RBIs, better OPS. Well, that's fine. All, all four stats are better. I mean... It's hard to argue the stats. <laughs> yeah, like, there's no way Trout does. Is Mike Trout on the decline? Oh yeah, totally. He's kind of he's not looking himself this year. You know, and they slumped a they little. figured him out. You know, he's just walking. He signed his contract, way. and he's, he's like a team player this year. He's like, look, I signed my contract. I'll still be an all star. I'll still be a great player. I don't need to be the revolutionary guy that I have been. I could coast eighty percent. Well, he probably still leads the American League in WAR. I'm gonna just coast eighty percent. Who you got a DHJ? Uh, JD Martinez. Hunter Pence. I thought Hunter Pence retired. <laughs> yeah, I was amazed to see he's having the season he is. 304, 11 home runs, 39 RBIs, 993 OPS. I don't even see him on here. 
He's not even on my list. Texas Rangers. Did you write him in? No, he's on the list. Oh, I see him now. Hunter Pen- yeah, he's having a really good year. Uh, just as good as JD Martinez. It's a, it's a very similar year. Yeah, I didn't I saw them tweet about Hunter Pence a few months ago and I was like, I thought Hunter Pence retired. <laughs> yeah, I was amazed. Did you just hear a cat? Or am I hearing things? Oh, I heard it. That's a cat. I don't own a cat. Are you haunted by a cat? Oh, Jock just grounded into a double play. Actually that might that's too weak for a double play. I'll take that. So that's our all star teams. Um my one thing here also, uh Hunter Pence is right now the all-star vote but it's gonna be Shohei by the time the uh, all-star game comes around might as well just write that in I mean he already won a rookie of the year award he shouldn't have won um again he also pitched last season G let's remember (laughs) that Kike pitched as well he didn't win anything did he have one of the most dominant uh pitches in all baseball yeah he did he let up a walk-off in like the 13th inning standard pitching Kike has an 81 ERA you respect that that's insane. <laughs> He's got to get back on the mound at some point in his career and help that out. Lower it. Russell Martin has a zero ERA. He threw a perfect inning for us earlier in the year. How about that? Russell Martin MVP. Probably. He used to play. He was play, He played shortstop in a few games for the um, Blue Jays. I don't know why, but he was actually decent at it. Oh, no. That was his first time pitching. Perfect ERA. Perfect whip. Russell Martin should just be MVP then by that logic. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, Mike Trout isn't an all-star, though. Isn't an all-star starter. Very obviously going to be an all-star. Doesn't deserve it. Super obviously going to be an all-star. Mike... Best player in baseball still. Cody Bellinger. I would take Trout over Cody Bellinger this season. Bellinger's younger. You don't have to pay him as much money. If you give me contracts, I think oh, I'd pick yeah, Bellinger. No, yeah, 100% I'd pick Bellinger with contracts. But... Oh, wait, what? You pick, you pick with, Bellinger over Trout? With contracts? You still said it. With contracts? You still said it. Confirmed. Yeah, that's like, am I buying a fucking Lamborghini for a million dollars or like a nice little, nice little Shelby for 20000 A Shelby. That's all Bellinger is to you? Yeah. He's going to have a historic year and he's going to keep doing it. And he's going to be the new Trout. He's going to be better than Trout. And everyone's going to be oh, like, wow, remember when Trout was rewriting date. the record books? <laughs> wow. very bold Cody date. Bellinger is rewriting. Cody Bellinger is going to be what Bryce Harper was supposed to be. He's going to end up like Bryce he's, Harper. Nope, nope, let's nope. See, let's see. Nope. Let's check out who uh, how Harper's doing this year. Absolutely garbage. I played a guy on Diamond Dynasty today, and his created player name was Bryce Harper's Overrated. <laughs> <laughs> 232, 9 home runs, 36 RBIs, 807 OPS. Yeah, Bryce Harper. Uh, I'm really that happy we didn't sign him after all. All of that money. I'm really happy we didn't sign him. See, I think Machado's doing better than that, at least, right? 264, yeah, 9 home Machado's runs, doing decent. Oh, he has way worse OPS. Well, because... Um, Harper has 37 walks. He has struck out 75 times. <laughs> Jesus, that's insane. Is that leading? That has to be leading. There's no way. I think it, when it's bolded and italicized, that means it's leading. Strikeouts, strikeouts. You know what, Jay? Yeah, he leads in strikeouts with Javi Baez and if Joey Gallo. <laughs> if I had a magical lamp, Jay, that would give me a genie to have three wishes, all three of them would be for Cody Bellinger to get injured this year. Why? And with that, we segue into our Aladdin review. Why would you wish for that? <laughs> if I had... Ooh, that's a good question. If you had three wishes, what would you wish for? Are you just not going to answer? I'm thinking. I would wish for... Am I allowed to wish for money? I don't know if I want money. I think I'd wish for my dream job. 
which if I had to pick a dream job right now, I think he'd be a professional golfer. That would be pretty dope. Because baseball is a grind. After working for the Quakes, I realized how much of a grind it is. And while it'd be cool to be a pro baseball player, it's a long grind. That's not an easy task. I'm sure golfing is harder than we think. But at the end of the day, it's still golf. Yeah. You're not hitting the weight room. You're just golfing. <laughs> and you don't have to travel. Well, you do travel, but you don't have to, you know, like, stay up late until 11, 12 o'clock when these games end. And then be at the field again the next day at, like, 12. And do all that. Worry about watching film and everything. I'm sure they watch film on their swing. You just golf. Just golf. I'd be a pro golfer. That'd be my wish number one. And I wouldn't have to wish for money then because I'd be the best pro golfer in the world, so I'd just win a bunch of money. Well, you could be a pro golfer. You, I mean, you got to be specific with your wish here. So you the wish best be pro, pro golfer in the world. There we go. That never loses. <laughs> <laughs> number two, I think I'd wish for a time machine. <laughs> but I might screw everything up. Yeah, I might mess up the timeline there, Jay. Might be, it'd be cool, though, to go back in time and like see things. A time machine... I'd be I'd be too afraid. Well, that doesn't mess anything up. Okay, I don't know if you can write little subscripts on your wishes, but a time machine where I'm invisible when I go back in time, so no one sees me, and I can't touch anything. Well, I, well, technically, I'd have to touch something. You go back in time, you can't touch time machine. <laughs> Stuck in the past, being invisible, Jay. And Careful with these wishes. Number three, um, probably I don't know. Probably wish for the Dodgers and the Chargers to both win 20 more championships in my lifetime. But surprise me, Jeannie. One of them this year for each team, and then surprise me after that. There's a tweet. It was all, if you had five champ like lifetime championships, how would you disperse them? I saw that, yeah. Teams? Did you tweet it? No, I didn't. I just saw it. I think I would go... I'd give Angels three, Saints two. I think I'd give the Dodgers four, Chargers one. Just one. Just That's so my dad right. could see it. After that, I don't really care much. <laughs> what a fan. But four for the Dodgers? Oh, that'd be lovely. That'd be so lovely. They're going to win four in my lifetime. I need three. I want to give Drew Brees one, and then I want to give our next quarterback one. We're going to win like eight World Series in my lifetime, dude. <laughs> it's not going to happen. <laughs> We're going to win eight World Series. We've only won six in our whole history. They'll win. The Dodgers have to win a World Series before I die, right? I know we segue to Aladdin, but... They're a huge market. They have to win. There's no way they don't win in my lifetime. They just can't get it done. The curse, Jay. Someone's going to create a curse. I don't know what it is, but we're figuring out a curse. Yeah, if I live to 90, it's going to be a 100-year curse. They're not going to go 100 years without winning. I think there's a legitimate curse watch if you guys lose the World Series this year. I think we're already on a curse watch. The Dodgers are not appreciated as a tortured fan base. It's been 31 years. I've only been alive for 19, really only cared for about 10 but it's been 31 years. Can't relate, Jay. Oh, my God. You do not remember your fucking World Series, dude. It was in, <laughs> you were four years old when that happened. Both of my both of my sports teams, my, my oh baseball my. team and my football team, have won more recently than yours. You've admitted that you weren't a Saints fan when they won. So I don't count that. It is what it is. And you probably weren't technically an Angels fan when they won either. When did you become an Angels fan? What made you like the Angels? I popped out the womb in Angels. <laughs> oh, bull crap. I popped out like Go Trout. <laughs> Go Trout? Yeah, he's probably born just a couple years before that, but it's all right. Yeah, he'd be... He's how old is Trout now? Like 28? So he'd been like uh, eight. I think he's like 27. Maybe he'd, 28. He'd be like eight years old. He's rooting for this eight-year-old. I just knew. <laughs> Popping out the womb. I just knew he was going to be something special. You told me why you were an Angels fan the other day, too. He was 27. He was born in 91. 
I'm an Angels fan because my grandpa got box seats at one of his old jobs when we went in like the special clubhouse, not clubhouse, but like the box seats you get, like the suites. And uh, at that game, they got into a fight. What year was that? Ooh, I don't know. Vladdy was on the team. It was a while back. So it was probably like 2000, after the World Series. uh, 2002. After the World Series. You were a fan after they won the World Series. That just confirms that you cannot talk crap about it. I mean, it was always like, I liked the Angels growing (laughs) up, but it was not like I watched it. Growing up, you were four when they won. Yeah. Four-year-olds don't really know about sports. You were not four years old like, yeah, I like the Angels. (laughs) It was in my heart. <laughs> no, I bleed red, Jay. Vladdy didn't start playing on the Angels till 2004. I bleed red, so it was at earliest 2004. It's confirmed. You can't talk smack I think about you're it. Just being real upset that both your teams are cursed. They are. That's like Ben talking crap about the Rams winning the world, the Super Bowl in like 1999. That doesn't count. Why doesn't that count? What's the difference? Um, the Rams are garbage. Rams have won more playoff games. In the last 10 years than the Angels have. And have beaten the Saints in the playoffs. What does the record book show? The record book shows an L. It is what it is. Just don't be upset because your teams are cursed. They're not not cursed. What would you wish for? People haven't been talking about curses enough, Jay. I think (laughs) I'm going to get that started on Twitter. Dodgers are not cursed. What is your three wishes? (sighs) Cody Bellinger injured. Oh, my God. Why... You have three wishes, and that's what you would wish for? <laughs> I don't know. You can't just bring that on me. I would wish for a fuck ton of money. How much is a fuck ton? One oh, they just hit a dinger. trillion dollars. Oh, Peter Alonzo again. My rookie of the year pick. I would want a trillion dollars. That's a lot of money. You could give me like a billion and still have 999 billion. Well, that's the idea. I would just, I would just do everything, but I want to spend it. I wouldn't just want to sit on it. I'd go see the world, Jay. Buy part of it. A tr- Dude, that's all. You could legit give me a billion dollars, and that would only be not even that'd be a tenth of a percent of your wealth. Yeah, yeah. a billion. How much money would you give me if you had a trillion dollars? I could spot you twenty. <laughs> <laughs> um, other than that, yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't be able to be that rich because then, like, not working, I feel like I'd get bored and get like really sad. If I didn't work and I just had like See, I would everything that, at my fingertips. But if I had that much money, I'd be like. I'm bored. I'm going to go see France today. <laughs> just be gone. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like sooner or later you would kind of feel... You know what I mean? That's why rich people get depressed. They have everything in the world, but then they still get sad. Yeah, I'd probably uh, just start a business. Start a movie company. I would just make movies. Oh, there you go. They'd Within the Lines Productions. Yeah, they'd be terrible movies, too. They wouldn't be terrible. Well, I'm just saying, like, I wouldn't care. But I'd just fuck around doing it and then release them in theaters. <laughs> <laughs> Was Aladdin a terrible movie, Tyler? I would not say it was, Jay. Are we doing spoiler-free review? Uh, yeah, we'll do a little spoiler-free. I mean, everyone's seen the animated Aladdin, so... Very, yeah, uh, I mean... Well, except me, I've actually never seen the animated Aladdin. <laughs> I've seen this Can't Aladdin, and I've seen the play Aladdin from California Adventures. How was this compared to the play? Uh, it was better, much better. The play was really funny. Uh, it made me realize how much, like, shorter the play is, like how much they... Condense. condense it yeah because the play's like an hour so there's a lot of like just jumps in the play i don't really remember the animated version i remember parts of it hot take is will smith a better genie than robin williams no people are saying it no one's saying it people are saying <laughs> he did a great job people are saying will smith might have showed up robin williams <laughs> you're gonna get so much hate on social media now jay 
yeah, right. No one's going to tweet at me at Ichirides. Um, no, yeah, I've never seen the original. I did watch a clip from the original, and after watching the live action and having Will Smith do it and then watching Robin Williams, I was like, eh, I don't know. This feels weird. Like, if you just took people who'd never seen either movie, that's a good science experiment. Take people who've never seen either movie, show half of them the animated one first and half of them the live action one first, and I guarantee whichever half you're on the animated one first or the live action one first they prefer that one because it's the first one they like experience guaranteed doubt it guaranteed <clears throat> like people who aren't familiar with it at all like just take people from another planet and like here you go because <laughs> Will Smith did a good job I liked Will Smith he, he was funny he was I, very funny I like Will Smith so kind of biased <laughs> I'll admit that but I, I thought the movie was good I mean it I mean, it's the very you know same story that has already been told. Um, one hilarious scene. What's that? That was not meant to be hilarious. Oh, when very serious. The girls, it's a serious scene, and they're like walk taking her away, Jasmine, and she starts just singing. Yeah, like <laughs> very out of place. It felt awkward. <laughs> just like, why are you singing? Yes. <laughs> um, other than that, it was it was good, man. Will Smith did a good job. I like the guy who played Aladdin. Uh, was it Abu, the monkey? Yeah, looked weird. Mm, interesting. He looked like a monkey. I didn't think he looked like a monkey though. Like his face looked weird to me. I think he looked like a regular monkey. I don't know. I don't really know what monkeys look like. Yeah, I think monkeys are cuter. He didn't look cute. He looked too like he looked like too real, like more real than a real monkey. <laughs> I think the guy who did uh, what's his name, Jafar. I think he did pretty good. He did all right. He didn't really look like the real Jafar, yeah. but he—I thought he did good. He, he did pretty good. I didn't like Jasmine's dad. I don't know what his name is. Baba. I don't think that's his name. I think. Yeah, they called him Baba. I think that's what they call him. I don't know if that's his name though. So they call everyone okay, calls like, him that, but that's not King. his name. Like what? oh, King, but that's not his name. No, I think his name was Baba. Baba the Sultan. I'm gonna look this up, and I'm gonna prove you wrong. The Sultan. What's his name? It just says the Sultan. The Sultan of Agrabah. Agrabah. Yeah, I don't know what his name is. They call him Baba. I know that's what they call him. Either way. I didn't like him. Why? He wasn't um, like the animated one. What was different? The animated one was like a short fat dude. This guy was kind of fat. Yeah, he wasn't animated enough for me though. Yeah, it doesn't say what his name is. They called him like Baba, though, I think. I don't know. I like the magic carpet, the animations they did with that and everything. Uh-huh. Um, that was good. I thought the one, the Prince Ali, mighty is he. I thought that scene was really good mm-hmm. with Will Smith. Like, yeah. And then they how they had him like. I like when they introduced Will Smith. I don't know. If that's not the same song, but the uh, You Ain't Never Had a Friend Like Me. Yeah. That was really good. They were both good. People were worried about how he would do in his... uh singing roles and everything i thought they did good i thought i just love will smith he's great he is great can't complain what would you um, give it on a scale one to a hundred see same rules as rotten tomatoes 60 is fresh this is, uh, this is where it's hard for me in movies like this because like everyone already knows the storyline like there's already a storyline there yeah so i don't know whether to give it a rating on just it itself Mind- as if i've never seen the storyline before yeah or how well it was you know how well of a remake it was i'll give it a 60 so barely fresh it's fresh 
What one percent lower would be rotten. It's just fresh. It's a good movie. I mean, it's Aladdin. It was Aladdin, just not cartoons. See, I've never seen Aladdin, so I kind of liked it. It was it was fresh for me, not in that. What are you giving it? I'm trying to see what's the certified fresh cut hold like threshold. Is it seventy five or seventy? I don't know what the threshold is. Whatever the threshold for certified fresh is, one me- one under it. Oh, uh, so it's almost there. Almost certified fresh, but not quite certified fresh. I don't know how much it is. I don't know, but that's fair. Whatever it is, that's fair. Sort by tomato meter. Wow. If I will say, if you liked Aladdin, it's going to be all right. You're going to like this movie too. And if you've never seen Aladdin, go watch it because it'll, I think it'll be better for you. How can I flip this? I'm trying to flip the list, like invert it. <laughs> this is annoying. I'm trying to figure out what the the certified fresh cut. Does anyone know what the certified fresh threshold is? Oh, I found it. Yeah, seventy five percent or higher. That took me two seconds, Jay. You're good at this stuff. Seventy four percent on fair. Jason Tomatoes. I can't argue with that. And that leads us into trivia time with Tyler. This is about Rotten Tomato scores. It's something we've done before. I have no idea how I'm going to do this, but the, Disney has made a few uh, live-action remakes. This yeah, is got Jungle Book, Aladdin, um, Dumbo. There's a lot this decade. Okay. So, I'm going to read you them in order. Okay. And I want you to try to rank them in order of tomato score. I don't know how that's going to work. We'll just do higher or lower. Oh, but then I'm going to have to like do it on the fly. Okay. Well, uh, we have Alice in Wonderland from 2010 with Johnny Depp. Okay. We have Maleficent, the one about Maleficent. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we have Cinderella. Ty, I'm feeling low energy in the pod tonight. Have you, have you felt that? It's a little down. Why are you so Let low energy? I'm slouched back. Oh, I thought you were lower energy. I think I'm fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Alice in Wonderland, Maleficent, Cinderella, The Jungle Book. Oh, I forgot they did Cinderella. Alice Through the Looking Glass. It's like the sequel. Didn't know that existed. Mm-hmm. Oh, that hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Beauty and the Beast. Okay. Christopher Robin. Okay. Dumbo. Okay. And Aladdin. All right. What do you think Aladdin got in Rotten Tomatoes? I told you before the episode. Let's see if you're listening. It was like 54? F- 57. Seven. So rotten. Yikes. Higher or lower? The first movie on this list. Alice. And wonder, I wrote Alice in Wonderful, Alice in Wonderland. That's gonna be higher. Higher than fifty-seven. Yep. Lower. Wow. Fifty-one percent. I don't remember it. On Rotten Tomatoes. I just remember Johnny Depp. I don't either. People. But if we have any Alice in Wonderland fans listening, the original is god awful. I watched it with Riley, and after the movie was over, it was like there was no point. It was like a point. It was like the Seinfeld of movies. It was just pointless. Oh. Like not like you're taking a shot at Seinfeld in the meanwhile. Like, and- Oh, did Corey Seager? Oh, Corey Seager just hit a double off the wall. See, Corey Seager hits Noah Syndergaard. Oh, he just hit a triple off the wall. Oh, no, he's out. He's out. Um, Beautiful. Why would you stretch for three with two outs? Um, What were you saying? You were saying Alice. Oh, no. No, not that Seinfeld's bad, but the whole point of Seinfeld is it's like a show about nothing. Isn't that the whole point of it? I've never watched it. Oh, my God. (laughs) I think that's the whole premise is it's like a show about nothing. Alice in Wonderland ended, and I was just like, what has happened? That's fair. I think it's... Um, I just want to try, like, mushrooms and then go on the ride, watch it or something. <laughs> Seems like a visual trip. Of course, you want to try drug, drugs and bring that into this tie. 
I'm not trying meth. <laughs> so that's a 51%. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's go with a... Mm, let's go with Dumbo. Dumbo. Higher or lower than 51%. Higher, but not by much. I want to say it's like high 50s. Dumbo's a 47%. I've, I also haven't seen it. <laughs> not good. That's what I heard. That's why I assumed it was a... At first, I said it was decent, but then upon reflection, I almost fell asleep in it, and it's got to be pretty boring. Oh, no, that's not a live-action remake. So I was like, I forgot the new Mary Poppins, but that's not a live-action remake. I just got so scared right now when she came in. But Dumbo, yeah, 47%. Ooh, she brought you in and out, Ty. Yup. How does that make you feel? Very happy. I also talked about it before the pod, so I knew it was coming. I didn't hear you say... You talked about it with me? No, I was texting her. Oh, I was like, I'm sorry for not paying attention to you. I got people on the inside. Hi, babe. Are you going to be munching... While we're talking? I'm going to wait. Ooh, you're going to let your food get cold. For yeah. the pod, for the listeners. Dumbo, apparently it was nothing like the original. Again, never seen the original, so I have nothing to base it on. Pretty boring. How'd your acting crush in it, though? Michael Keaton? Yeah. Best part of the movie. <laughs> really? He was phenomenal. Best part of the movie. <laughs> Michael Keaton is the best actor in the world. I don't know why I like Michael Keaton so much. He is great. He's just so good. He is good. He knocks it out of the park, man. All right, uh... 47. That's tough. Eventually, one of these are going to be higher. <laughs> Let's go uh, Alice Through the Looking Glass. I think I have seen this one. Higher or lower than 47? We're going lower. Yes, and it is way lower. I'd see, if the first one wasn't good, I don't know why they... 29%. Fucking Jesus. For a Disney movie. 29. Oh, like a widespread release Disney movie. So I'll wait till after the list... Uh huh. But why is Disney making live action movies if they're all bombing like this? They got to be making money, probably. Twenty nine percent. Let's go. Uh, Christopher Robin. Higher. Okay. Uh, anything I sent said to you was going to be <laughs> yeah, a, a curveball. <laughs> Christopher Robin. I don't know why I'm saying it like that. Seventy two percent. Yeah, so almost one. certified fresh. Have you seen but, it? Yeah. It was pretty good. Riley cried a lot. Good. I cried a little bit too. Pooh was so sad uh, in it, man. I got choked up. Pooh was so sad, Pooh man. Pooh was sad. Beauty and the Beast. Higher or lower than 72%. Um, I thought it was really good. I'd say higher. I thought it was really good too, but the critics did not tie. What did they say? 71%. Dude, I don't know <laughs> 1 why percent lower. doing this. Yeah. And again, Sorry. I don't know Sorry. if the critics are basing it off of a movie, you know, its own story. Or yeah. I don't recommend this because it's a bad remake. 71%. Okay. Speaking of princesses, let's go over to Cinderella. Mm. 50. Dude, I don't remember. I almost read the percentage to Alice in Wonderland. Good thing I didn't. I almost said 51%. Cinderella. I've never seen it. Higher or lower than 71? I know I saw it. I'm going to say lower. Higher, actually. It's one of the positives for Disney. Wow. 84%. Okay. That's I don't know why. Good. I've never seen it. I don't remember it. Again, speaking of princesses, Maleficent. I don't know if Sleeping Beauty's in this say at all. lower, but I don't think it was bad. Then 84. All the way down to 54. That's insane. 30% dude. lower. Another rotten to movie. I don't think it's a bad movie. I've never seen it. And I think all these have good audience scores. Yeah, I'm sure. But Critics are just dicks. And then the last movie, The Jungle Book. Higher or lower than 54? It better be higher. The Jungle Book, 95%. Okay, it shouldn't be that high. <laughs> I yeah, I don't even all of these that bad of a score. Why that, is that, one that is so the high? standout. Yeah, I don't know why that's so high. I've only seen like three of these. I've seen Dumbo. No, I've seen like five or six of them. 
I don't think Jungle Book stuck out head and shoulders. Yeah, I think they're all fairly close together. But here's remember. here's the theory. I haven't seen Cinderella, so I don't know if it goes based off the animated movie. The Jungle Book was not as much based off the original. Like it had similar elements, but I think it was more based off the book because the book that Jungle Book was based off of. It was fairly similar, but there was more. There was like other things. I haven't seen the original. That's what Riley told me. Some what? did he talk to the wolves in the first one? Yeah, in the first There's one, he something. grew up with the wolves. He went to the monkey's castle thing like he did in the remake. Well, yeah, there were similars, but I think something was... I haven't seen the original. That's what Riley told me. He fought Shao Kahn. I mean, it was a little different because he burned down... Oh, no, I think it... I don't remember. I just think Shao Kahn. What's his name? Shere Khan. <laughs> I don't know. Shere Khan? Shao Kahn's, Kahn's Mortal Kombat. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't going to correct you. It's very similar. I know that. Yeah, I don't know. I have, Like I said, I haven't seen... The original, so I don't know. Yeah, Shere Khan. It is Shere Khan. Okay. I haven't seen the original, so I, but that's what Riley told me. It was more like the book than the I mean, than the first one. Okay. They're both maybe. by the book, but this one was a little different. I don't know, dude. Hopefully, Lion King's good. I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah. Everything else. So we had what Jungle Book was certified fresh. Cinderella certified fresh. Beauty and the Beast and Christopher Robin both fresh, and then everything else has been rotten. I'm sure they're making money though. So I mean. Oh, absolutely. They're, Disney's making so much money this year. I think Aladdin made more than it was even projected to opening weekend. Speaking of making, I don't think uh, Endgame is going to hit the record, like I said. Yeah, I think it will. It's pretty far still. It's slowing down a lot. Yeah, I think it will. It's slowing down a lot. Yeah, it might not. I jumped on that take mostly against Riley, but against you too. And I'm happy that it's coming true, even though I was rooting for it. I just think it's absurd that Avatar... It's such a forgettable movie. I haven't. I don't forget it. Oh, oh, Endgame. Uh, it's a hundred million down. It still is. It's not going to get the domestic total because it's a hundred and thirty away from domestic. Yeah, no, there's no way. Because uh, Star Wars: The Force Awakens, but a hundred. I think he could do another hundred mil if all the comic book fans did like a late life push. I'm sure they'll be pushing it, and trying to get people to the box office still too. I think their issue is they just they. It was like two weeks, and then it was like, all right, spoilers everywhere. Yeah. Like, in the trailer, it showed Pepper Potts and Tony Stark fucking fighting. In their trailers, they were showing on Twitter. Like, Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I think it'll be fine. Um, they might. I don't know. They might. Yeah, I don't know. They made I, $40 million May 17th to the 23rd, and I think that's just domestically. Yeah, it's just domestically, so... But that the problem is they're hitting the we're hitting the summertime blockbuster. So Aladdin's going to kill it. All these movies coming Aladdin up are going to kill it. it. And then uh, these these next couple of movies, Jay, that we're excited for. I hope Avengers. I hope so. Even though I've been a hater, I hope so. I do think. So we're going into our June movies here. Godzilla's coming out May thirty first. Oh, that's right. Isn't included in this. So we left it off. So, but that's also going to hurt it. But it is going to hurt it. I, I think especially internationally. Yeah, it's going to kill the China market. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying Chinese love that Godzilla monster stuff. I know. I'm sorry. So, <laughs> yeah, Jay. What movies are you excited for in June, Ty? Toy Story 4. Oh, that's number one. That's... 100% number one. Billion dollar movie. Oh, yeah. I don't know how much, how much the first third one made, but it's going to make a billion probably. Hopefully, it's a lot better than Disney's remakes, critically wise. It will be. It's Pixar. Pixar very rarely drops the ball. I don't know what Pixar's worst movie has been. Cars 2. 
We did a whole ranking. You should well, know no, you I'm ranked them. As far as like box office, I'm sure Cars 2 still made fucking stupid money. I b- guarantee it's uh, Bugs Life. Oh, yeah, it's old. Bugs Life? Are we adjusting or... for in- uh, inflation here? <laughs> no, we're not adjusting for inflation. <laughs> Movies by box office earnings. Yeah, because Toy Story would probably had Toy Story was a better movie, so I think it would. Oh no! What? Brave. No. Is this is this worldwide? I don't know if this is worldwide or if this is um. Oh no! Here's worldwide. Yeah, the Good Dinosaur. Damn. Dang. I like that movie. I liked it too. It, it was kind of good. forgettable, but yeah, Bugs Life was second worst. Toy Story, Cars three. Wow. That came out a little while after, too. Like, there's a gap. You know what the but top... not long enough for, like, nostalgia, like, Toy Story 3 and 4. You know what the top three movies are? Toy Story 3? Yep. Toy Story 2? Nope. Toy Story 1? Nope. <laughs> I don't know. Incredibles 2, Toy Story 3, Finding Dory. So, you wonder why they're making sequels? Oh, yeah. No, Toy Story 4 is going to make stupid money. Um, I'm excited for it, though. I like that Key and Peele are in it. Yeah, that's going to be so funny. They've already had a funny scene in the trailer. Like being the stuffed animals attacking the old lady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be funny. It's going to be good. It very much seems like the storyline is uh, kind of similar to the first one. Yeah. Like, well, they've all kind of somewhat been a little somewhat, similar. But this one's like, I mean, even with them falling out of the car and then like going to get him like yeah. know, the first one. Um, very sad ending apparently. Really? Yeah. They've all talked about how they were like crying and stuff when they were filming it. And it's like super sad. No, and, I didn't even hear that. And like Tom Hanks and all them. Riley... Supposedly they sell a book about it, like a gold book or something. Like it's like a it, Disney makes books about movies, mm-hmm. and her work already had a Toy Story four book, and she read it, so she's like, "I just spoiled the movie." I'm like, "I'm pretty sure they wouldn't release a book about the plot of the movie before the movie comes out." Yeah, that's weird. I'm like, I'm. They might use those characters from the movie, but it might just be a completely different story. She's yeah. like, "No, no, I know how it's gonna end," and I was like, "I." I don't think they would do that. And I think if that was true, it would be all over the internet. I mean, it's not like... I don't think people are crazy like they are with Marvel. But still, you know what I mean? But yeah, I do It'd be a headline, be Disney, on the internet. Disney releases book that spoils yeah billion-dollar movie. I don't know. It's weird. I'm excited for Toy Story, though. I'm going to go. I'm super... Yeah, I'll probably see it opening weekend. Yeah, I will, too. There are, tickets are already on sale. I don't care that much to buy them three weeks in advance. Yeah, but I'll go that first week weekend. Yes, Victoria? Victoria's raising her hand. Toy Story 4. Exciting new It tells the movie? The... How's it retelling if it's telling it first? <laughs> and then the, there's videos that say Toy what? Story 4 Golden Book spoilers. Oh. Why would they do that? Is it like on shelves yet? Or is Riley like, I work here, I'm spoiling this? Um, why can't they do that with the MCU? I'll go buy books. What? I'm gonna look up a to- the Toy Story three Golden Book and see how much of it actually spoils it. Toy Story three. I don't think I can read it. It's a dollar. I'm gonna buy it right now. Yeah, you can't buy it yet. I don't know. That's weird. That is weird. I don't want to look because then I'll spoil the movie. <laughs> well, for the listeners, if you guys don't feel like spending that money and you just want to read, yeah, just go get, go the, gold get the gold book, the children's book. That's like six pages, not six pages. 
but yeah, I'm hyped for Toy Story three. Toy Story and Toy Story two were like my favorite movies as a kid. So Toy Story three made me cry like a fucking child. Mm-hmm. I don't remember where I ranked it on my list, but my controversial Pixar list. If you haven't heard it, go back and listen to our ranking. Very bad. We were ranking about Pixar this, movies. We were talking about it over this weekend, and uh, <sighs> even some of our friends that we haven't seen in a little while. Conrad very much disagreed with it. Oh well, it's subjective. I can have my own opinion you with can, but without being judged by my so-called I friends. Think that's a definite win in Tyler's book for uh, my list versus yours. Um, another movie we're excited for, at least I am. Secret Life of Pets two. Yeah, first one was good. It was um, good. I don't think I'll see it in theaters. But oh, I will. I love going to the movies. So yeah, I have so many movies I need to go see in the theaters, and I'm so freaking busy these next like week and a half, two weeks. I'm a little sad about it. What movies do you want to go see right now, Jay? Since we didn't do a what are we looking forward to? What are we missing out on right now? I want to see the new dog's purpose. Nope. Why? I'm not going to go fucking just pay to cry. I want to. I probably won't see it because of that. I want to see uh, that one. Well, I kind of want to see it because I heard it was funny. That one movie, Book Smart, is that what it's called? Is that a comedy? That one I heard is pretty good. Don't know if I'll see it in theaters though. Um, I want to see Long Shot. Is that with Seth Rogen? Yeah, it's Seth Rogen. Haven't seen anything about that. I don't know. It's actually got like, I want to say 90 something percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Brightburn actually looked pretty good, but I don't think I'm going to go see it. Oh, I definitely want to see that. That looks great. That's James Gunn. Brightburn and Booksmart did like no money in the box office. Sucks for them. Oh, Rocket Man comes out soon. That looks pretty good. Couldn't care less. Rocket Man and Godzilla, May 31st. I don't even know if I'll see Godzilla, honestly. I'm I probably never, won't. I, I don't think I've ever seen any Godzilla movie. I saw the last one and I was very underwhelmed. What are you showing me, Victoria? The Toy Story 3. Oh, wow. Why would they do that? I don't know. What? Cage? Yeah. And then it did like the claw thing. What the? Wow. Why would they release? Well, Riley, I know you're listening. I'm sorry for doubting you. <laughs> but why would you read it knowing it's going to spoil it? That just goes back on you. She's just too obsessed with spoilers. <laughs> you have an issue, Riley. Rocket Man looks good. There's. Um, have you seen the one movie? I don't know when it comes out. I'm going to look it up. But Secret Life of Pets, yeah. The trailer really confused me. Not going to lie. I watched the trailer and I was like... For Secret Life I told of you, Pets? Yeah, in Aladdin. I was like, that trailer kind of confused me. I don't know what's going on. You were like, you, that's how it's supposed to be. You're a odd person because you're like, I don't want the trailers to give away storylines, so I don't watch trailers. And then they just give you a trailer with some jokes in it, just showing the characters. And you're complaining it about wasn't, the trailer, Jay. It wasn't that I wanted him to spoil it. It was just the way they constructed the tra- It just felt weird. It didn't feel like a regular trailer. You know what I mean? It was a little teaser. Exactly what you asked It was like for, a weird... give you what you want. It reminded me of like an indie film trailer. And you're unhappy. It just... No, it was just weird. It was just weird the way they did it. I'll, I'll wait for it to come on like Netflix or something but so in like a year and a half yeah <laughs> um also looking forward to Men in Black International yeah I don't I could care less uh never seen a Men in Black movie really none of them mm, yeah that's what I said that's your homework homework has been assigned I've seen about 10 minutes of one of them homework has been assigned <sighs> I rode the Men in Black Black Ride at uh, Universal in Orlando. Nope. Shot some aliens. Gotta watch the movie. Just the first one. Didn't they come out with one, one a few years ago? Like yeah. Men in Black 3? Was Will Smith in it? Yes. Was it good? Yeah, it was alright. It's pretty good. It was like, it's like Will Smith, but it was like time travel or something. It's so like his partner in Men in Black 1. It was like a younger version of him. Mm. Josh Brolin. 
Um, I like how there's a uh, Thor and Valkyrie are the main characters. Well, that's why I want to go see it. They had good chemistry in Thor Ragnarok. I feel like it's going to be funny in uh, Men in Black International. We'll see how good it is, though. I'm going to go see it. I'm a like. diehard traditional Men in Black fan. If they change the franchise, Shut I'm going to be upset. <laughs> I'm adding a movie to our list. Okay. It's the movie called Yesterday. It comes out June 28th. Day after my birthday. It's uh, it's I don't know if you've seen it. It's about the guy who somehow like the Beatles never exist. Okay, so let me just read you the synopsis. Jack something don't know how to pronounce that is a struggling singer songwriter in an English sea town. He's like uh, Indian, but it's like England. Whose dreams of fame are rapidly fading, despite the fierce devotion and support of his childhood best friend Ellie. After a freak bus accident during a mysterious global blackout, Jack wakes up to discover that the Beatles have never existed. Performing songs by the greatest band in history to a world that has never heard them, Jack becomes an overnight sensation with a little help from his agent. So pretty pretty much something happens and the Beatles never existed, so he just remakes all the Beatles He's songs. He's the only one who remembers the Beatles. And then becomes like huge because of it, yeah. So it looked pretty funny, it looked pretty good, and Riley's a huge Beatles fan, so I know for a fact I'm probably going to see it. That just sounds like every like time travel movie, like Hot Tub Time Machine, I know they performed a song that wasn't out yet. Like everyone went wild. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds similar to that, but that's a good premise. Oh, is Ed Sheeran in it? Ed Sheeran's in it. I love Ed Sheeran, bro. And I am not ashamed about it. He's good. He's weird looking. He's coming out with an all collaboration. He's like a ginger frog. (laughs) He's coming out with an all collab album. Have you seen that? Oh, like he's just doing songs with other people? Yeah, he already released the Bieber song. He released one with um, Chance the Rapper and some other dude, which was okay. The Bieber one was pretty good. And then he hasn't released the names of all the other people yet. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I like Ed Sheeran. I love Ed Sheeran. He's good. He's probably my favorite. Probably my favorite like act, actor. My favorite artist, <laughs> music artist. I don't listen to music, um, but I'd pick Ed Sheeran if I had to pick. He's in my top three for sure. Hell yeah, it's high. I like that out of you. Castle on the Hill always makes me feel like my my life is like a movie trailer. <laughs> like if we're if we're just driving down. If I'm that's like my dream driving down the PCH and listening to Castle on the Hill. That's like. Yeah. Gotta make dreams become true, Jason. I'm on my way. Last movie on our list that we are excited to see, Dark Phoenix. Yeah, I haven't seen any X-Men movies. Really? I'm not obsessed with them. As I, much as I talk about how much I love the MCU and all that. I'm, I'm the same way, though. Like, I've watched them, but I couldn't tell you much about them. Oh, goodness gracious. Sorry, listeners. You had to hear that. How likely am I to recommend Google Chrome to a friend or colleague? Not likely at all anymore. Fucking up. I'm just gonna leave that in there. Oh shit, podcast. I'm gonna leave that in there too. That's fine. No edits today. (laughs) No bleeps. Um, yeah, I haven't seen all of them, but this one looks like it could be really good. Just found out that Jean Grey, the like the Phoenix or whatever, yeah, is played by uh, the same person who's in Game of Thrones. That's cool. I another thing I don't watch Game of Thrones. Yeah, we were watching that, so I'm like, oh, that's cool. See, this movie looks badass, and I feel like she looks like such a badass. She could be the one that ends, ends like the X Men. What if she just wins and they kill all the X Men, and then they just—that's how they get finish off their franchise. Yeah, so the MCU can take them. Yeah, it looks good. I want to watch all the X Men. I need to Google like what order to watch the X Men movies and like which ones I can avoid. Well, you can avoid the first, like the one like the original X Men. It's a different storyline. Yeah. So, isn't there a different X Men with like without Jennifer Lawrence? Yeah. So when did this X-Men start? I want to say X-Men First Class, maybe? It's like retelling. 
So do I have like a to reboot? But uh, what is his name? Hugh Jackman still played Wolverine in it, but I think it's different. So do I have to watch the original ones? No, but I want to say X three of the original one is the Dark Phoenix storyline. It's terrible, <laughs> but they're redoing it and hopefully making it good. Which one was uh, Deadpool in? Wasn't he in Wolver- one of the Wolverines? Yeah, he was in one of the Wolverine like, it's not what is it, spinoffs. It was just the Wolverine yeah. origin story. Because he's had his own movies, and then there's been X-Men yeah, movies. Yeah. He was in one of those. can't believe they didn't put Hugh Jackman in any of the Deadpools. Yeah, I guess we're excited for Dark Phoenix. I want to go see it, but I feel like I have to watch all the X-Men movies first. See, I've seen them, so I know enough, but it's not like, not MCU where I'm like sitting here like, oh, fucking theories. <laughs> <laughs> Until they're in the MCU, and then we're going to care about oh, them. 100%. <laughs> Speaking of the MCU, there was uh, some MCU leaks. I don't know how many are true. I saw a picture about all the leaked movies, and I don't know how true it is. I Googled it, and I didn't see anything but YouTube videos about it. Yeah. So, the, it's from the guy. I think we talked about him on the podcast before. Well, there's that, and then but the other leak was different. It was, was like it different? It was a picture of all like the movie logos. Oh. Well, the one of them we've talked about on the podcast, this is a Twitter account that like called Fat Thor and like a bunch of different things in Endgame. Roger Wardell. Like, months before Endgame came out. And so he tweeted more stuff or released more stuff. Example. Avengers 4 will feature the very first character switching from TV to film, and that man is none other than James Darcy Edwin Jarvis. Jarvis being Tony Stark's dad's Oh yeah. driver. He was in, a, what is it, Agent Carter? Mm-hmm. So that was like one he did that was right. In Ragnarok, Thor lost a lot of things, but what he loses in Avengers 4 is unexpected. He loses his figure. Expect him to look a bit like his old friend, Volstagg. Chris Evans gets a chance to play a completely different Steve Rogers in Avengers Four. Hail Hydra. So he called all. And these things. were all these were in December, so it's probably someone connected in the studio, or you know what I mean. It might be one of the writers, and he's just like, "Screw it, let's have fun." <laughs> um, obviously, his name's probably not Roger Wardell. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he tweeted some new things recently for the first time since he t- well he tweeted in early May, and then he also tweeted a few days ago as well. With some spoilers. Ooh, let's hear it. Most recent tweet. Marvel Studios are a big fan of David Morrissey and are considering multiple roles for him in Phase 4. I don't know who David Morrissey is. Big fan. <laughs> That's not really that spoilery. It's just like, oh, we like this actor. I thought you were like screening through these tweets at least, Jay. <laughs> no, I read that one, but I wanted to read all of them. Um, I don't know who this guy is. I looked him up and I still don't know what he who he is. Um, wow, the Dodgers are just getting smoked. Next tweet. There, oh, this is the juicy one. There are no plans to add Deadpool in an MCU Spider-Man 3. But Sony desperately wants Tom Hardy's Venom in this movie. Deadpool has had his own movies but never showed up in the main X-Men films. It will be the same for the MCU. So the X-Men films, though, so he could still show up in Avengers. I'm keeping my hopes. But they're saying how he never showed up in the X-Men films. They're saying he's never going to show up like in the MCU movies. In the X- MCU X-Men movies. No, I think it means like... No, I know what it means. I'm just hopeful. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see Venom, though. That'd be interesting. It would be. I just hope that Sony doesn't use the multiverse to take Tom Holland away and only use him for, you know, not part of the MCU anymore. I don't think they will. They got too much money to lose. Also, you know? I mean, I like uh, Tom Hardy's Venom, but I would prefer them to go with like the actual storyline of Venom, how it attaches to Spider-Man, and that's why he hates Spider-Man, that's why he fights Spider-Man. 
Yeah, but they've already done that, and you know what I mean. It was terrible, but it wasn't done in the MCU, so. Yeah, but Sony, I don't think you know what I mean. Sony's not gonna. I don't know. I think it'd just feel weird. It would feel weird, but Sony play Sony calls the shots pretty much. You know, they own them still, which is kind of Marvel's fault, I guess. And then we have some from May seventh. We have two more. Rocket's creator is the High Evolutionary. I don't know who that is. Do you know who that is? He's supposedly like a big kind of. I think it's similar to like the Eternals or something like that. Oh wow! He's he's some big fucking person, scientist guy. Yeah, and they. I think they alluded something to. There's also been um, rumors that him and Groot were made together or something like that. Or no, Groot's like an alien race. Well, Groot called Rocket Dad, so they're thinking that like because he raised him. Because when Groot died in Guardians One. Yeah, but, like they're, group. but they're thinking Rocket the connection movement. between Rocket and Groot is because they both came from, like, the same dude. Like, the same scientist that made Rocket, like, you know what I mean? Uh, maybe. Housed Groot or something. I don't think so, but maybe. I'm just saying I'm just saying what I heard, Ty. That's fine. The other report I heard is that um, the person playing the high evolutionary is, ooh, fucking, what's his name? Mark Hamill. Who's Mark Hamill? Luke Skywalker. Star oh. Wars. That'd be whatever, I guess. I thought it was cool. <laughs> well, Rocket and Groot are making a TV series, aren't they? Yeah, on Disney XD. Oh, XD? Oh, wait, what? Rocket and Groot is American... Never mind, this is something completely different. <laughs> what? Um, something completely different. I know James Gunn, even in like after those leaks came out, they did an interview with James Gunn, and he said Rocket will be one of the main like focuses of Guardians 3, Yeah, like finishing his storyline. Yeah, I saw that so. too. I wasn't done with this tweet, though. Drax is in for a big surprise when he discovers his daughter is alive. (laughs) Rocket also gets a love interest in the form of Lila. L-Y-L-L-A. Don't know who that is. I think it's another, like, um, animal. Lila. Like Rocket, how Rocket can talk, but he's an animal. Oh, wow. In one of the movies, I think Guardians 1, where it says subject whoever... Elias Rocket Associates Groot and Lila. Oh, but you didn't pull up who Lila is? I don't know. How'd you spell it? L-Y-L-L-A. No, this is on like the MCU like fandom or whatever. Yeah. So they've already teased it. Lila Marvel. That's what I should have Googled. Not Lila. So yeah, an otter. <laughs> it's a talking otter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's freaking funny. That's what I thought. That is hilarious. I would love to see that. Um, a little rocket otter love <laughs> And then also Nebula and Star-Lord Will grow into closer friends <laughs> That one's kind of vague Just they're going to become friends It also seems kind of like If the storyline really is them going after Gamora It kind of seems like duh Yeah <laughs> like, It's probably just a hunch <laughs> <laughs> And then his other tweet Which you didn't like Doctor Strange 2 1980s Boogaloo Don't know what Boogaloo means But I think this means it takes place in the 1980s Because it says Tilda Swinton is in talks to return as the Ancient One. Jericho Drum and Clea will make their MCU debuts. Clea will be will likely be portrayed by Asian actress. Most importantly, the gloves will be back. What gloves? The gloves will be back? Yeah. I have no idea. Uh, yeah, I don't, I'm going to go through the response about what the gloves are. But uh, yeah, so it's like another prequel. I mean, what it, it fits our theory of them doing a bunch of prequels and stuff. To catch up to the... The five-year time jump. 
which kind of sucks. Yeah, I really hope that's not the route they're going. I'm not going to get excited because it's like they're at this point they just not be advancing the story at all. They would just be making movies to make money, yeah. which I guess is the whole point, but that sucks. The glove Doctor Strange wears in Thor 3. That's what someone said. Thor Ragnarok. I don't okay. know what gloves he wore in. I thought they were just regular gloves. I didn't know he had like special gloves. He just had leather gloves on. Like the gloves from the comics. Oh, he's probably being sarcastic. I think he wears gloves in like the comic books, but he doesn't in the movies. But he did in that scene. Maybe. He's <laughs> a nice glove kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's what Roger Wardell tweeted. So that would suck though, all the prequels. I'd get a little sad. Yeah, I hope not. But I mean, the man was right about everything else, so. There was another picture I saw that had like all the rumored... I love how big of a deal Roger Wardell is now. Everyone's just putting his uh his tweets in the subreddit <laughs> for the Marvel spoilers. No, there was a picture that supposedly leaked all the movies that are coming out, like the plans. I think it was just photoshopped. It was just I think I think I know which one you're talking about. But it had it the one um the one movie for sure that's had a big like everyone thinks they're gonna make Nova. Yeah. Um who's like kinda connected to the Guardians of the Galaxy and the 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 thought is that when Thanos went and took the power stone off of whatever he destroyed, island. Uh, Xandar. Yeah, that he was fighting Nova on Xandar for the stone. And there's a rumor that they originally wanted that to be like Nova's introduction. It was an Infinity War, like him fighting Thanos. Yeah. Just a rumor. But then there was like another Thor movie. I don't remember what it was called. Um, there was another Doctor Strange, obviously. There was a Fantastic Four in there. Spider-Man, and it had a weird name. I don't know. I have to find the picture now. It was on YouTube. Oh, here it is. It was probably photoshopped. It probably was photoshopped because it didn't look real because it had all like their title mm-hmm. things. Let's see. Oh God! Don't play! Don't play! Don't play! Don't play! Don't play! Don't play! Oh gosh! <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I still can't see the picture though. I can see the little thumbnail on Google. I can see Black Widow, Levathian. I see uh, the Mighty Thor, the Fantastic Four. Wasp, the wasp escape the the quantum realm. No, it says microverse. I think. Okay. Black Panther, some something Empire. I can't read that word. Spider Man, Dimensions, Nova, Captain Marvel, and the Valkyries, Ant Man, and something. I don't know how true that is. I know the one I've heard for sure was Nova, though. Ooh, this article by express.co.uk says Marvel leak Deadpool may enter MCU and Spider-Man Far From Home sequel or in this way. I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, there was reports that said there was like three different ways Deadpool could enter the MCU and then they one of them was the third Spider-Man movie and then those got shot down. Dude, what if Ryan Reynolds was at like the end credit scene for Spider-Man Far From Home? I'm excited for that end credit scene because it's the end of phase three. What if they just stop doing end credit scenes? I'll be so pissed. It was fitting in uh, Endgame, but yeah, I'd be yeah. a little sad if they stopped <laughs> doing it. Dude, who the other race is just getting smacked around right now? Gotta love it. Just gotta love it. Love to see it. I said we were going to lose today and we were going to win tomorrow. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Jay. Good you MCU got, leaks. Do you got anything else? This is a kind of a shorter episode, else. I think. How long is it? Well, we're at an hour 13. That's a little shorter. It's all right. Low energy from you. I'm not appreciating it. I think it was low energy from you. Low energy from you, 100%. I was high energy all day. We'll have to re-listen to this, and uh, I think the facts will come out. (laughs) You guys have a good one. (laughs) 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.